0: Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where we once again have watched a film that the critics did not care for, and we shall tell you, the listener, were they right? Were they wrong? Were they right for the wrong reasons? I mean, usually right for the wrong reasons. We don't necessarily usually. watch the best movies, but sometimes we watch great, fun movies that we do think you should see. This is not one of them. Megan?
1: Oh boy. Spoiler alert. Yes, Amber?
0: I live, as you know, in my childhood home currently. Actually, one of my childhood homes. The Yes. My teenage home, my seventh childhood home. I live currently yep. in mm-hmm. my seventh childhood. Well, technically eight if you count the house I was born in. Okay. Yep. Yep. But like yep. infant Amber doesn't remember shit. So fuck her. Yeah. So like, this, is, this is my seventh childhood home. Okay. Yes. And I am surrounded by the things of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned my bingo bag of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. A lovely thing. I have a lovely Rubbermaid container that is a lovely amalgam of my Transformers and uh-huh. my He Man toys. Okay. Uh, which yep. is very appropriate. We talked about He Man yeah. most recently. Uh, I also have some Thundercats. Thundercats, oh. Mm-hmm. I thought it got so. <laughs> oh. I think that's how it should have been. <laughs> I would have watched the shit out of that. <laughs> but what I don't have among these classics are G.I. Joe's. Oh. Huh. Never once had a G.I. Joe, never once wanted a G.I. Joe. I yeah. I think my brother and I begrudgingly watched the cartoon because mm-hmm. when it was on, there was nothing else worth it. Watching. Was, it
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because nothing wanted to go up against G.I. Joe. Come on, Ember.
0: Do you think that's what it was that no one wanted I, to?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> no one
0: wanted to step to GI Joe.
1: Uh, yeah, I have no idea. We we had um. So I feel like all of our GI Jos were either from like we would have this like um, tax sale every year on the block. Like everybody in the block would have a tax sale, and so we would like buy them from kids of the neighborhood, and or we would get it from. Let's play it again, something like that—a secondhand, uh, uh, uh Toy store where we got uh, uh, our first Nintendo, obviously. Um, but we had, and I actually remember getting it, getting from this play it again, the um, the a uh, uh, huge ass um, uh, uh, like not van, but like Hummer people mover thing, and you could like, and it had people like people mover could take, thing. Well, it was like it was huge, like I don't know, like. Yeah. You know the thing that moves the people? A vehicle? Is it a large vehicle, Megan? Yeah, it's a large vehicle, Amber. People mover. (laughs) The people mover. Uh, And, like, you could take the, like, covered uh, top off of it. And there was, like, these two rows of benches facing each other. And you could, like, sit your characters down. And, like, it could hold, I don't know. I mean, if you shoved them in there, it could hold, like, 20. But, like, sitting down, you could probably fit, like, you know five on each side i don't remember probably even more anyway um that sounds cool as hell yeah it was cool as hell and we would have you know and (laughs) yeah and and it was a little uh it's always very sad because i would play these you know gi joes and brother and then like all of them are men gi joes and then there's just scarlet and uh yeah anyway so you were Still always, I I always Scarlet. I, yeah, I get to yeah. be just one character. My Excellent. brother would be everybody else.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And if Not and really, if Scarlet yeah. wanted to romance someone that wasn't a man, you just had to get another Scarlet, or Scarlet had to romance the one lady bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Although I do like that forbidden romance.
1: Yeah. We didn't romance our characters very much at that age. G. I. Joe age. Mm, fair. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I uh didn't didn't have any Joe's. I um, and I had the Turtle Van. I had that vehicle. It was much like the turtle van. I but do like, have the turtle van. Yeah. 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 Okay. I still have the turtle van. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I had Skeletor's like, shark car. Nom, 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 nom. The mouth opens. It's really, it's quite lovely. Yeah. I had the Puff and Puff Perfume Palace for My Little oh, Ponies. Oh, my. It's just a big old, it's like a giant perfume bottle that had. Uh-huh. Like makeup and accessories for the ponies to use. It, actual wow. lipstick. Actual smearable tiny lipstick for the for Boas the ponies? Feather boas. Yes, it was the Puff and Puff Perfume Palace was apparently a place for ponies to get prettied. Oh. To express their Perfect. pony selves. Yeah. Did not have any jokes. It was not we did not care for them, I don't think. Mm-hmm, that the cartoon mm-hmm. did not grab us military sure. stuff didn't really resonate yeah with us so much the knowing is half the battle really made us snicker more than anything else sure yeah I, and i'm i love the teenage mutant Ninja turtles cartoon and at the end of that michelangelo will be telling me to turn off the water when i brush my teeth and i think thank you michelangelo michelangelo i am glad you told me that
1: yeah michelangelo yeah. yes yeah, I don't
0: think I ever really liked,
1: I don't think we, I mean, we watched the show. I don't remember enjoying the no, show.
0: It was not enjoyable. It was just something I could yeah. watch that was a cartoon and stopped golf yeah. from being on the television at that time. Ah, uh, yes.
1: But I remember liking the little, I mean, they were like, they were like a bite-sized, um, you know, little action figure, which
0: was fun. Yeah, I just I didn't connect with them. Mm-hmm. I, I need yeah. story, you know? Yeah, yeah. I need, I need story to care about the character. You know, what's Lionel up to? What's his pathos? I know because I enjoyed the cartoon. That little flying guy in He-Man, he was like purple. He had the black face and like the wizard oh, hat. And
1: oh, you,
0: oh. Do you remember the toys where you would put the plastic thing in them and it had the little notches on it? You'd pull it out yes. really fast and they'd just do mm-hmm. something. They would do yes. a thing.
1: They would do a thing, yeah, twirl or
0: whatever, yeah. I had, I yeah. had one of those purple wizard hat guys that did that. Anyway.
1: Yeah. We they won. didn't put, they didn't put him or cat uh, um, into He Man because it would be too expensive. The articles actually talked about that.
0: That is a He Man conversation, Megan, for Masters of the oh, Universe, sorry. which we've already talked about. Right now, we oh. are talking about GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra, the 2009 one. Oh, jeez.
1: <sighs> Based on the comics, not the toys, apparently.
0: They're fucking G.I. Joe comics?
1: Yeah, yeah. They're the, <laughs> the reading... So He-Man was based on the toys, not the show. Allegedly, G.I. Joe is based on the comics, not the toys or the show. I
0: mean, but they're all based on each other. You're just talking yes, story Yes, of course wise. they are.
1: It's such a weird distinction, that, but it has been made,
0: and there you go. Well, Megan, mm. to prepare you to talk about this film and to prepare the listeners to hear about this film, I... Would like you to play a rousing game of which is which is which is which. Okay. I shall give you summaries of this fine film from Amazon, IMDb, Metacritic, and Amber. And you shall tell me, your friend, which is which is which is which. Are you prepared?
1: Yes, yes, I am.
0: I don't know if you're. This is a long one. Take a breath. Get get your notepad out. Okay. An elite military unit comprised of special operatives known as G.I. Joe operating out of the pit takes on an evil organization led by a notorious arms dealer. Okay. Okay. Paramount Pictures and Hasbro, whose previous collaboration was the worldwide blockbuster Transformers, join forces with Spyglass Entertainment for another extraordinary action-adventure, G.I. Joe! The Rise of Cobra. From this the Egyptian desert to the deep below the polar ice caps, the elite G.I. Joe team uses the latest in next-generation spy and military equipment to fight the corrupt arms dealer Destro and the growing threat of the mysterious Cobra organization to prevent them from plunging the world into chaos. G.I. Joe! The Rise of Cobra is directed by Stephen Summers. The Mummy. The Mummy Returns. Wow. Uh, okay. The guy who directed The Mummy and The Mummy Returns directed this. Yes. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? Third one. Mm-hmm. When all else fails. Dot. 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 They don't. <laughs> they are GI Joe, a top secret elite strike force featuring the best operatives from around the globe. After a high-tech, secret weapon is stolen by the mysterious and evil Cobra organization, the G.I. Joes must race against time to stop Cobra from using the weapon and plunging the world into chaos. Starring Channing Tatum, Marlon Wayans, and Sienna Miller. Okay. Okay. And the final. Mm -hmm. Hasbro has taken the beloved children's toys to the big screen with G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Did you want to see your favorite cartoon characters brought to life so they can stab people in the eye, head, and torso? Were you hoping to hear unnamed team members react to their imminent death moments before exploding? <laughs> How about watching a villainous woman make terrible quips and then make out with a bunch of dudes while wearing a skin-tight suit, only to learn she's been emotionally traumatized by the hero and is, in fact, being mind-controlled by her own brother? Mm. Then get ready for this Mm-mm. summer blockbuster!
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So, Megan. Yes, Amber.
0: Would you please kindly tell me which is which is
1: which is which? I'm going to go IMDb Metacritic Amazon, Amber.
0: Mm, creepy. Goddamn creepy.
1: I mean, it, that one was a little bit of a give me, but uh,
0: I, it, it, no I, it else, a fails when dot dot when dot. <laughs> when all they those, don't. <laughs> they, there is literally an, explanation po- an exclamation point. That's fantastic. I think I tried to say explanation point. I guess it yeah. explains that it's exclaiming. Yes, it does when all else fails they don't (laughs) don't very good don't they very very good well delightful all right i feel like this has really given us a clear idea uh for sure top secret weapon arms dealer gi joe's pit Mm -hmm. egypt arctic Mm -hmm. the mummy the mummy returns
1: everything important yes
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We got everything. We got everything here. So I think we're ready to talk about the critics. Wonderful. Uh,
1: Amber, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 33 for the critics and a 50% for the audience score.
0: Mm. Nipping. Nipping at the heels. We have 32 and 53 on Metacritic. Yep, yep. They didn't like it. They did not. Uh, Two main takeaways from the blurbs. Mm -hmm. One. Transformers is also a movie based on a Hasbro toy. <laughs> okay. That's I don't know if you knew this important thing to know. Just, were you yeah. aware that they had also made Transformers really? movies and okay, that's also that's a Hasbro good. toy? Good to know. Did you know when that? Did the,
1: when did the fir- did the first Transformers movie come out around this time?
0: No, actually this was this was around the time of Transformers Uh, The Fallen, or Revenge of the Fallen. And I know this because it is mentioned in no fewer than three or four blurbs by name. Interesting. Including one by Roger Ebert. Where? Okay. I, I don't know if you're prepared for where he takes this. Certainly better than Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. How so? Admittedly, it doesn't have as much cleavage, but the high-tech hardware is more fun to look at than the transforming robots, the plot is as preposterous, and although the noise is just as loud, it's more the deep bass rumbles of explosion than the ear-piecing bang of steel robots pounding on each other.
1: Oh, oh my.
0: Yeah, you took, took a ride there, Ebert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he missed Wait, the cleavage? D- Yeah, I was gonna say he's pro cleavage. Is that it? Seems seems like as though he was. It's better than Transformers: Mm -hmm. Revenge of the Fallen. Admittedly, it doesn't have as much cleavage, but so it does seem to have been a detracting factor. Right, Ebert, though, how can you like this movie better than Transformers when I didn't see them titties? (laughs) Explain to me, sir, why I should rank G.I. Joe: Rise of Cobra above the superior titty film. Uh, the other the other takeaway mm-hmm. was there's a lot of mention of it being critic proof or some oh. such, and that's because and again mentioned very specifically in the blurbs they didn't screen this movie for critics before they released yes, it.
1: They didn't, and the critics
0: yep. really wanted you to know
1: that in mm-hmm. their blurbs. Yep, yep. You thought you thought you could get away with not giving a sneak peek. Well yeah
0: well i guess it doesn't matter because idiots are gonna watch idiot movies and you're gonna make an idiot sequel for the idiots i guess it doesn't matter what the critics think Is <laughs> kind of what a lot of the yeah. sort of say okay guys uh, i mean you can still just review the movie you don't have to review the actions that the filmmakers took in not nah. giving you the move okay fine there's just nah. you're gonna be a little little hurt it's yeah gonna gonna get into the the blurbs okay fair 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 yeah amber at least
1: plenty of stuff blows up there are a lot of explosions people do mention this one yes yeah, says say, Says mike Mazey.
0: you know my favorite blurb does not mm-hmm. come from a critic it comes from the so the user blurbs are kind of also listed yep yep in tandem with the the critic scores and you know once you click on the critic scores you get all of them but one of the the front page user reviews from andy l he gives it a four A largely aquatic movie accented by a lot of broken glass. A largely aquatic movie? Accented by a lot of broken glass, yes. That was Andy L's review. I love it. It's hilarious. That's all they have to say about it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of broken glass that was very slow motion and shattering. And they do have a very large underwater battle and an underwater area in the pit, where the G.I. Joes, mm-hmm. I guess, train and play with toys. Uh, you mean that <laughs>
1: the pit, which is located in the desert, they have a huge underwater uh, area? They do, yes. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, so the critics called this cartoonish, over-the-top action, silly writing, um, inconsistent visual effects, um, and and they didn't really care for the performances,
0: by and large. Hmm yeah there are some challenging ones yeah uh yeah it's they're not wrong obviously about any of this it's a ridiculous movie based on toys that has a ton of explosions and is trying to make you not think about plot or dialogue Mm -hmm. while having an overabundance of both for what they were trying to do for sure but once again, I feel like they've missed the mark on some of the more interesting aspects of this film. Yeah, for sure. Some of the really the confronting elements that G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra gives us. Yes. And yeah. uh, doesn't doesn't really do anything with. They just they just put it in there and then they don't do much of anything with it. So critics, you're not wrong. It's a bad movie. And it is shiny and action-y, and there's there's some fun in going and sitting in a theater and watching things explode. Yeah. Uh But let's talk about the women, critics. Let's talk about the tiny number of women that are in this movie and what is done with them. Because I feel like that, more than telling me you didn't get to watch this before audiences, is more important to me as a viewer. I don't care if they didn't show you first. I actually do care what they do with the women in this movie. What did they do in the movie? Yeah, yeah, Uh uh-huh. So, Megan, let's do their jobs once again. Thanklessly, okay. I might
1: add. Yeah. Well, Amber, uh, uh as a G.I. Joe movie, as yes, as expected to start, we start in uh, 1641 France. And uh, yeah, just of dive right in. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, with with mm-hmm. cows and an execution. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. It wasn't no, an execution. It was an execution, Amber. I mean, it was. It but it had somehow to be. it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Sixteen forty-one GI Joe movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So we, it's, it's nonsensical. Essentially, we we get to learn of the ancestor of uh, kind of one of the main bad guys, James McCullen. Uh, his ancestor also sold weapons to like both sides of a war and uh, was punished severely for it, Amber. So this McCullen has a like a just a family history of war and guns.
0: Punished severely by putting a red hot metal face helmet on him.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Think of think
1: of Game uh, Game of Thrones except a, a helmet that you put on someone.
0: Think Man in the Iron Mask if they had you know first heated it to red hot and then placed it upon his face. Yeah.
1: Disturbing. Disturbing to think about. Did not Was not shown, but, you know, a disturbing uh, uh, thought experiment.
0: For, for PG... So this is also a PG-13 it movie, is. so there's no blood, so it's totally fine. No blood and no swears and no nudity, so it's 100% PG-13 in a yeah. film where an arms dealer is selling weapons to both sides, wants to take mm-hmm. over the world, so he created mm-hmm. a nanomite weapon yes. that eats metal and we'll keep Mm -hmm. eating metal until you hit the kill switch. And he made it, sold it to the US government? And in transit, he sold it to somebody and, uh, oh, that's right, NATO NATO financed it, Mm -hmm. and then he sold it to them, but then his intention was to steal it en route, use it, Mm -hmm. and then use the ensuing chaos to take control of the world. And, mm-hmm. But the reason he had to steal in transit was so nobody would know it was him who done stole it, right? Right. Uh, and the only ones who can stop him are the GI Joes, uh, mm-hmm. which is oh, that was one of the other things a critic complained about in this movie. The GI Joes are international; they're not an American. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the, from the yeah. New York Post wanted to like be, wanted a. you to know that they weren't just American anymore. <laughs> they're they're international. They have the best of the best from I guess. Any fucking country, and they all come together to try and solve the world's problems with top secret, high tech espionage and army stuff. So fuck that.
1: Yeah, that sounds terrible.
0: Uh, and and mm. our main characters, Duke and Ripcord, played by mm-hmm. Channing Tatum and Marlon Wayans, yes, are just you know the best of the best regular army boys who are tasked right. with transporting this weapon to NATO. I guess when it is attacked by. An elite strike force of everybody. They're all, in, they're all in uniforms, and they all have helmets on, and they all have high-tech, like, punchy boom-boom force weapons. And also there's yeah. one lady with really, really long hair that's down wearing a skin-tight cat suit and sunglasses yeah. and heels. But don't worry, the sunglasses are tactical.
1: They are tactical, and apparently... Uh, 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 the actress herself couldn't stop blinking when she would fire a gun, uh, so they actually made her wear sunglasses so we couldn't see her uh, blink.
0: Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, At go. least they made them tactical, so that they, a reason, yeah. there was a reason for one and only one part of that outfit. Everybody else yes. was wearing ballistic armor like, and helmets, yeah. and mm-hmm. she's wearing heels and a skin tight cat suit, and her very long hair is down.
1: As are all the women's long, 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 luscious hair.
0: Long, luscious, perfectly coiffed hair, always down in combat mm. situations. Perfectly yeah. normal. But so when Duke and Ripcord are attacked, everyone is killed but them. The G.I. Joes show up to secure the weapon, and they're like, hey, this is our mission, and our people died, and we both want revenge, and also we want in, and but we're the best of the best, so you're going to take us. And that's what happens. And then and then the bad guy, Destro, who made the weapon, uh, has to take it back from them to fulfill his plan. And Destro is is played by uh, Christopher Eccleston. Yes. I never say I his he's... name properly, so I just no, I, yeah. intentionally yeah. skipped over it. Mm-hmm. Like an asshole. Yes. And he has a collection of ne'er-do-wells on his side. There's mm-hmm. the doctor who made... The Nanomite technology, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
1: Yep, hilariously, and you can barely tell it's him when he's in his uh, whole getup. Indeed,
0: we have Anna skin toot, skin skin tight cat suit wearing Anna, played by mm-hmm. Sienna Miller, and then we have Storm Shadow, mm-hmm. played by Lee Byung Hun from from yeah. Red Red Two, I think.
1: Yes, mm-hmm.
0: I love him. Wonderful. Pretty great. Pretty pretty one note in this. I mean, everybody's kind of one note in this. The bad guys. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say
1: that's not, I mean, he is, but so is everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah. Yeah. He, in addition to making the nanomites eat metal, the doctor was also able to make them control minds. So all of the bad guys in this movie are actually mind controlled soldiers that have had their morality deactivated.
1: Yes, apparently you can do that with nanotechnology. Mm-hmm.
0: It can also push poison out of a wound.
1: So, Amber, this this gets to be our kind of um, morality question, speaking of morality, of like, you know, with stormtroopers, like you're just, you. you we, we learn the story of stormtroopers, and they are people who have been brainwashed to be stormtroopers, raised, stolen as uh, kids. To, anyway, and so... Then, when you think of all the stormtroopers that die, it actually becomes pretty horrific. With this, again, you've got people that have been mind-controlled to lose their morality mm-hmm. and therefore become this fighting force. And that means that everyone's that the Joes kill are people that are not doing what they want to be doing. They are being forced to do this thing.
0: That we know of. You know, we don't know of we don't I know mean, for sure that they didn't sign up for for Cobra and and then were yeah, mind controlled because yeah, you know they they get a lot of benefits like being resistant to poison and pain, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they could have. So, yeah, no, I want to be an evil dude, and hey, here's a magic super soldier injection, and also we control your brain just to keep, just in case your pesky morality was maybe going to get in the way of some of the shit we asked you to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although we can, we know that at least one person didn't ask to be mind
0: controlled, Amber. Oh. Boy. This plot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Fine. You have magic, sure. world-ending technology yeah, that a bad a Magoober, guy made. You always,
1: yeah, you always got to go get them a goober Amber.
0: And that the good guys want to keep out of their hands. Mm-hmm. And you've got you know, some interesting good guys on the good guy side. You've got some interesting bad guys on the bad guy side. And by interesting, I mean they're given some characteristics that they're distinguish names, them from other yeah. people. And a different outfit. Usually yeah. weapons and a different weapon and a different outfit. Uh, yep. But the main main people are Duke, Ripcord, and Anna, largely. Right. With yep. a little, with a little, like, soupçon of Storm Shadow and the character mm-hmm. Snake Eyes. Yes. Played by Ray Park, S- who played, uh, Snake Eye. uh, uh yes. who, what's his face And what's it called? Darth Maul. He was Darth Maul. Yes, he was, yeah.
1: Amber, so Snake Eyes. Um, let's just talk about um
0: snakes for a moment. Snake facts,
1: learn about snakes. Wow. This is
0: a terrible place to put this. We were yeah. in the middle of talking about yeah, a movie plot sure. and you were just fucking
1: Yeah, yeah, Jesus. 100%. I mean, you said snake eyes. so here we go. Amber, did you know that snakes that hunt during the day actually have lenses in their eyes that block ultraviolet light? And vice versa, species that hunt at night have the opposite, which let more UV light in so they can see better in the dark. Snake facts, learn about some snakes. Thank you for that. You're welcome.
0: Were we saying something about snake eyes? <sighs> yeah. Snake Eyes has a history with Storm Shadow. He
1: does. They were they were they were young children
0: together. Yep. So there's that There's that backstory that we see flashbacks of regularly of the Mm -hmm. two kids training together. Storm Shadow as a child really tried to kill Snake Eyes a lot. uh, And then they trained together and the master really kind of liked Snake Eyes and as Snake Eyes got better and better and better and eventually beat Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow got mad and Mm -hmm. stabbed the master to death and ran away. And then Snake Eyes, I guess, took a vow of silence because Snake Eyes, one, does not speak in this movie. Two, does not, doesn't have a face. Snake Eyes wears Mm-mm. a full body suit with a helmet that has lips for some reason. Oh,
1: it's reason? so upsetting, Amber. It, this, this, I cannot. Anytime it's on the screen, it's unlookable. Like, it's, it's, it's like matte black. And then it's got like, you know, the the weird eyes that are just like It's a visor. Circled. Kind of a visor. Oh no, yeah, it's a visor. That's right. This yeah, it's a visor. But then the then the, the lips are very carefully molded. Yeah, rubber it's,
0: molded lips on It's really upsetting. This full body rubber suit that Snake Eyes don't wears the whole time. I don't know why I hate it so much, but I definitely do. I, it doesn't need lips. It doesn't need lips. Any Amber. more than Batman's bat suit needs fucking nipples. You don't mm-hmm. need lips. He doesn't even talk. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So there's that that we see multiple flashbacks about. Mm-hmm. Then we also see flashbacks from Duke, Channing Tatum's Flash- character. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Anna, Sienna Miller's character. Right. It turns out that Anna wasn't always a bad girl. She used to be blonde, oh. for one, when she was a good girl. Of course, yeah. And two, Megan. Uh-huh. Anna? And Duke were engaged four years ago. Wow!
1: They so were multiple engaged to be yeah, married. Relationships with each other that we all we do a lot of flashbacks. Amber, this told, story is told with flashbacks. There's a surprising so
0: number of flashbacks for the G. Yeah. GI Joe Rise of Cobra. That's about yeah. a nanomite super weapon and mind control. Yep. Yeah. So there's too much going on.
1: There's a lot.
0: Um, there's a lot. But that's that's the movie mm-hmm so let's uh, we we've mentioned the technology uh and, mm-hmm. and you know some of the the blurbs did as well We've got the nanomites they can eat metal, deactivate morality, push out poison, and make people not feel pain. you can inject them into humans or uh blow them all over metal and it'll eat metal mm-hmm yep, except we learn in the film yes <laughs> that it's The warheads they developed and were transporting were not actually weaponized yet. I don't know what that means. Nor do I, but I Mm -hmm. guess they couldn't use them until they had been weaponized. And in order to weaponize them, the people that made them, Destro and the Doctor, didn't Mm -hmm. have the technology to weaponize their own weapon. So they planted Anna. Mm Mm-hmm. In the life of the Duke. Yeah. Who happened to work at a facility that had the exact technology they needed to weaponize the warheads. So they had this woman marry this man. Okay. So that when this plan came to fruition, she would be able to walk into the lab and force him to weaponize the warheads.
1: I've got a lot of questions here, Amber. And, like, one is uh, they made nanomites that can eat metal forever until you turn them off and deactivate people's morality and push snake venom out, and they couldn't weaponize their own shit?
0: No, they needed a, a civilian lab run by a guy that, that that they only could access if one of them married him, I assume, two or three years ago and lived with him and
1: and here's the thing she still like she was able to walk in sure but like then they attacked the people and threatened them to do the weaponization like what was her role that they couldn't have done without her being married to this guy for a couple years like they could have broken in and forced him rather than I don't know. It just seems like a fucking long way to go, Amber. It
0: was a very long way to go, Megan. Mm -hmm. It was so long.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So we have that. We also have on the good guy side, we have Mm -hmm. Delta 6 accelerator suits.
1: Yes, we do.
0: That are basically sort of exoskeletons that make you run really fast and have guns on the arms. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh Uh-huh.
1: This apparently, um, the idea behind this scene was that they wanted to have a car chase where a couple of the people weren't even in the car, Amber.
0: What? They were in Delta 6 accelerator suits. It leads to, you know how you can suspend your disbelief slash your interest in how much collateral damage is being done during certain chase oh, scenes and movies? boy. This one really made that hard. Uh, they it, were it, in Paris. Yeah. They uh-huh. were chasing Anna and Storm Shadow, in a bulletproof SUV as they raced to deploy the nanomites on the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have the Duke and Ripcord running in these accelerator suits through the streets of Paris. So many S- people die. Smash, Smashing.
1: From the good, I mean, from the bad guys, from the good guys, who like, decided every time they need to leap over a car or jump off of a car... Uh, in order to, to you know, reach the bad guys, meaning that these cars were smooshed and squashed
0: and hit each other and flipped over and burst into flames. At one point, we have Storm Shadow and Anna actively driving into vehicles on the road with humans in them mm-hmm. to flip mm-hmm. them behind them to hit Duke and Ripcord in their exosuits. Mm-hmm. So why are they continuing to chase these people knowing that they were throwing innocent people at them in yeah. their vehicles. Yeah. That seems like unnecessary and disturbing levels of collateral damage that they were perfectly comfortable with mm-hmm. in order to stop them from taking down a landmark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which they had, they figured out it was going to be the Eiffel Tower. So allegedly they had enough time to evacuate it.
0: No, they but um, they didn't. They said but they, they did. super didn't. They said yeah. we're ha- it's being evacuated now. But then when we get there, there's just a bunch of people taking selfies directly under it. That evacuation yeah. was not the was, road.
1: Was piss poor. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe people are off of it. Oh, oh,
0: we didn't know we had to be away from it. too. What? Mm-hmm. But... And we have we have Delta Six Accelerator Suit boys running through buildings, jumping through trees, oh, yeah. getting thrown into busy sidewalks. It's mm-hmm. is I get that it's conceptually cool but it's a Mm -hmm. rough scene when you think about who was in all of those explosions and you know showered in all of that broken glass
1: yeah you know i love me some car antics Mm, amber i really do but but this was this was a difficult one to like you know get over the fact that they were definitely just leaving a wake of death and destruction in their path
0: rockets are are fired yeah, yeah. Okay. So the the technology is um. Well, there are rockets and cars. That's cool. Mm-hmm. We have submarines. Yep. Oh, the bad guy base is mm-hmm. a massive underwater base <laughs> in the Arctic. Sure. Yeah, and that seems like yeah. And the really good guy, defensible. the good guy base is a massive underground training facility in Egypt that has multiple levels, one of which is an underwater submarine aquatic battlefield and it's Entirely big water, enough that yeah. they have like a battleship on the water
1: yeah yeah and like you can scoot around with like these yeah there's a whole yeah yeah Amber. oh boy
0: so there's As... yeah. a lot of shiny toys and that makes sense for a gi joe movie it's all about the shiny toys you know, good guys versus bad guys, pretty basic. We got to stop them from mm-hmm. taking out. I think the the missiles were going to go to the u s, Russia, and um China. They' were going to take mm-hmm. out d c Beijing. Yep. I think so. I think that's what the, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. and then, in these yeah. ensuing confusion and calamity, they were gonna take over. And ooh, how were they going to take over? Well,
1: yeah, Amber. So, so okay, all of this stuff we said, plus there's another thing on top of it that these nanobots can do, Amber. Amber, they can
0: just change people's faces. Yeah, they just... They, yeah, they just... They just re- change... Yeah. Well, not... Just, I mean, the whole thing, but yeah, the face is the one that we really focus on. Yeah. Very much so. Does it make new hair, too? I, it does make new hair. <sighs> one of the characters, played by Arnold Vosloo, who is the mummy in the mummy Mm -hmm. and the mummy returns yes uh is he's you know he's he's a a master of disguise and infiltration and stabbing and uh he becomes the president and takes over for him yeah this was the whole this was
1: the plan all along amber was to replace the president of the united states which it's so convoluted it's just it's just oh boy it's a lot
0: Yes, it is a lot. Mm -hmm. It is ridiculous. And yet it's a little bit, you know, entrancing to a certain extent Mm -hmm. to see all the little moving pieces that they put in this ridiculous film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One thing you mentioned during your, um, uh, uh, your synopsis Amber was that uh, it was really important several times that we heard over the radio someone who was about to have their helicopter blown up or their plane blown up or whatever. Their sub. That, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That we knew that that pilot knew that he was going to die.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Early in the movie, there's a helicopter that, uh, when faced with a superior weapon and a jet, that it had already watched another helicopter get blown up with. It, yeah. it It looks at it, and the pilot goes, Oh, God, no! And then dies. And then yep. there's a, a sub that he's like, oh no, I've been hit, oh God, and then he dies.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's nice, it's nice to mm -hmm. just, yeah.
0: And then then also, so many stabbings. I mean, early in the movie, when the force comes to take the weapon from Duke and Ripcord and their army buddies who all get murdered, Mm Mm-hmm. Duke just casually stabs one of them in the face.
1: Oh, yeah. Like through the eye, I think.
0: Later, to Ripcord the armor. Yeah. stabs one of them through the torso with a forklift. Mm-hmm. And then there's Arnold Vosloo's character just stabs a lady through the chest and her. She was holding like a tablet in front of herself. So you just see yeah. a blade like come through her. We have Storm Shadow the child stabbing a katana through the master. And... Yep. And then, then, I mean, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes both use throwing stars and katanas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so many stabbings on that so level. Many. Yeah, so many stabbings in this G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> and then we have a stabbing uh-huh. for science. Well, I, I not even including freaking the doctor stabbing nanomites into people's faces and bodies right, with needles. Yep, I mm-hmm. mean, that's a different kind of stabbing. But yeah. then the good guys take a corpse... And stab two giant probes into either side of his skull oh, to yeah. try and download the last memories of his cerebral cortex before he died. Mm-hmm. And then his, the corpse's face just starts to melt while this happens. Because of nanomites, Amber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many stabbings, but they so don't show many. any blood. So it's okay. They're,
1: yeah, so it's still PG 13. Still so PG 13.
0: Storm Shadow dies by stabbing. Yes, yes, he does, Amber. Two stabs to the chest. Mm hmm. Snake Eyes finally gets him. Okay, Amber, can we just, can we? Is it time? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. So, do you want to talk about Scarlet first because it's a little bit easier and then work our way to Anna? Sure. Okay, so there's two women in this movie. Well, Mm -hmm. there's three women in this movie. First, there's Cover Mm. Girl, the one who's stabbed through the chest. Yeah. We don't care. Then there's yep. Scarlet, the good, good guy girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a genius. Mm-hmm. She uses a super advanced crossbow instead of a gun. Yep. And uh, she's, of course, going to fall in love with one of the main characters. It's Ripcord.
1: Yep. This, this time, apparently in the... Comic, it's Snake Eyes, and in the show, it's Duke, but in the movie, it's Ripcord.
0: Uh, yeah, so Ripcord is... It, we, it can't be Duke, because Duke is spoken for with Anna, so... Right. Uh, Ripcord yes. immediately starts hitting on Scarlet, and she's super into it, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she... You know, Megan, because she's so smart, she's so intellectual, she's in her head, and he has to teach yeah. her how to feel. Yeah. And, uh,
1: the, well, love, love and feelings aren't quantifiable, Amber, so what are they worth nothing
0: nothing whatsoever we we also learn that she gets really down on herself when she loses a fight you know she hasn't lost a fight since she was a child because <laughs> her says, dad taught her to win
1: yeah that's right and mm-hmm.
0: there's a scene after cobra infiltrates the gi joe pit and murders yeah. a lot of people
1: a, a lot of, almost everybody including they almost
0: murder the general and we haven't mentioned the general because we don't care it's it's played by uh dennis quaid general hawk quite, yeah
1: the, the yeah. critics
0: really cared about that i don't
1: no it's not terribly exciting they could kill yes.
0: him but they don't no and uh, so she's but you know she's sad about that it's fine it's whatever but the real problem is that she mm-hmm. had a a lady fight with anna and she lost it yeah. And so she's just really reeling from having lost a fight, and how upsetting that was for her because she didn't win, and her dad taught her to win. Yeah. And then Ripcord says, "Well, maybe he just wanted you to learn to get back up again." And no, no, Ripcord. She said he taught yeah. her to win.
1: Yeah. She never lost, so there was no there was no falling down. Therefore, there was no getting back up again.
0: But that is that's the extent of Scarlet's character. It's. She's sad about losing, she is very, very smart, and she's going to fall in love with Ripcord, who's going to teach her yep. how, to, how to feel.
1: Yep, yep. Fun! Yay!
0: And Fun indeed. And then we have Megan. Oh, Anna, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think the real evil of this film are the people that want to destroy three cities and take over the world and also brain control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would say that there's there's a there's a more insidious evil in this movie. Yes. And it surrounds the character of Anna. Mm-hmm. Now Anna, we learn, of course, was a to Duke.
1: Yes. When she was black when she was blonde, yes.
0: Back, back when she was a good girl and was blonde. Mm-hmm. She's also the the sister of Joseph Gordon Levitt. Ah, the, who is the doctor. Who's the doctor, The evil, yeah. The evil doctor who works for Destro. I don't understand. Well, Megan, what ha- happened was mm-hmm. Duke, before shipping out, proposed to her. And then as he was being shipped off on this mission, oh, her brother, who's also in the military, was going with him to do some science mm-hmm. stuff because he's a science guy in the military. And she said, you yeah. keep my brother safe and you bring him back. He said, I will. I promise. And then something goes terribly wrong and the lab that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was inside, kabooms, and he dies. Oh, no. And so Channing Tatum, the Duke, never talks to her again.
1: So, okay, so her brother dies in combat, and her fiancé
0: ghosts her? Are you telling me that's what happens? 100% ghosts her. Never sees her, never talk. you you see a scene of him driving up on his his Indian motorcycle in the rain mm-hmm. during the funeral, and he watches the funeral from afar and sees her grieving and holding the flag, and then drives off. and she never sees him. And that apparently was it. There was no other scene where he went and talked to her, and she was upset. It was just we we learn. Very late into the movie. Mm -hmm. When Duke is captured by the bad guys, because Anna keeps not killing him, and so they they take him in, and there's a conversation between the two of them, and his words are, I'm sorry about Rex.
1: Yeah, that's That's the the first time he's got to express that, because this is the first time they've talked in four years.
0: We learn in this conversation that after her brother died, her fiancé just... Never came back.
1: He just dipped, Amber. Yeah. That is astoundingly terrible. Uh,
0: it it, The good guy. Mm -hmm. The good guy Mm -hmm. main character. Yeah. Something he feels guilty about, and really wasn't his fault, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his guilt caused him to not want to face his fiancée, who was going to be mourning the death of her brother. Okay, worst case scenario for him. Mm -hmm. He shows up and she says, I blame you for this. I never want to see you again. Yep, yep. He was already planning on never seeing her again. So the Mm -hmm. only difference from what worst case scenario would have happened and what did happen is he didn't have to deal with the icky feeling of having her decide she didn't want him in her life anymore.
1: Right, right. Took so, her agency away yeah, from her. Yeah, he great. removed
0: her choice great. so that he could not have to look her in the face and deal with anything negative that might come from the situation. Yeah, fantastic. And and there's some oblique references made to, you know, four years ago, he was in a really bad place and G.I. Joe was considering him back then, but he was out of control. And so the idea is, oh, he was suffering. He was suffering Poor so guy. hard. Yeah, from fucking ghosting his fiance when she was dealing with a tragedy. He yeah. gave her two tragedies. So, at mm-hmm. this point, you think, oh, so she kind of turned evil because of that, right? Because, because he was of terrible that. to her, and like that's kind of yeah. shitty. Like the girl goes that's bad a, because the the guy she's spurned by it. Yeah, that's uh-huh. dumb.
1: No, no, Amber, that's not what happens. Her brother Rex, who isn't dead but merely uh both uh, uh um injured and then like uh, uh, has gone es- essentially uh uh just out of his mind uh with destruction and death plans for reasons that aren't terribly clear but
0: megan he was seduced mm-hmm. by science
1: he was seduced by science for 3 seconds before he blew up yes um yeah so her her brother, noticing that she was so sad, Amber, and that her life was nothing because of her sadness, you know how your life doesn't matter if you're sad anyway, that's what he yeah you he never saw recover from sadness, yeah. He took her from her house and then injected her with nanomites and set her to do his bidding.
0: Um, his bidding, Ooh, which included,
1: he sent his sister to go marry the Duke to get access to the weaponization of the nanomites.
0: Sure. And had her do just a bunch of other like evil murdery shit, but definitely, definitely sort of forced her to use her body to marry oh, a man yeah. to gain access to What? Was there also she something she... going on with Destro too? Yeah, yeah. Before I
1: say that about Destro, like she, Anna definitely talks about having sex with the Duke. Like so, like their relationship is physical, and she did not choose to be in that relationship.
0: No, no. Her brother used her as a as a doll, that's as a toy. Not okay, that's called rape. Uh, yeah, D- D-
1: Destro Amber. Uh, uh also. They uh, uh, manipulated her into not only marrying the duke, but having secret side feelings
0: for Destro, and they they acknowledge that in a line of dialogue. It's yes, as, yes. As mm-hmm. Anna, at one point, as as they're about to inject Duke with nanomites. Mm -hmm. betrays her programming and and stops them. And and they mention, oh, it must have caused her a great deal of pain to overcome the programming of the nanomites. And to which Destro responds, I thought we had complete control over her. Oh, shit. So you knew, you knew you were using brain rape to make her kiss your face. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Oh, boy. And she, huh. Mm
1: Mm-hmm Mm mm-hmm it's it's so disturbing and it's not treated as if it's anything
0: no because i mean there's there's this dramatic throwdown between rex slash the doctor and duke uh you you you're not dead do you have any idea what your sister went through bitch do you have any idea what she went through? Oh, no, you don't, because you fucking ghosted. You don't have a leg to stand yeah. on. And then. It's so rough. As she breaks her programming, she kisses Duke. Uh huh. And saves him, despite there being no resolution of, again, ghosted her. Mm hmm. But she's still into it. And, and at the end, she's in prison for the mm-hmm. terrible things she's done despite the fact that she had no control over the things that she did because she had no control over herself. And, you know, I don't feel like prison is really the best place to get the treatment that she needs to deal with the psychological fallout from all of the things she was forced to do by her supposedly dead brother. Yeah. But boy, is she having a nice conversation with Duke, who she still seems to be super into and who hasn't really apologized. Has not no. He just said he was sorry about Rex. It, I mean, he did say, "Oh, and I'm after I'm sorry about Rex. Oh, and you know, I'm sorry yeah. I I didn't come back. Couldn't face. You. I'm sorry yeah, I couldn't yeah. face you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I mean, but I was, it was hard. Yeah. You know, I was I was it was hard. Yeah, and that's and again, not that an apology apology means anything in this. Mm-mm. I can't. Even with this, the evil that is done to this character in the name of making her a villain, but not a villain. But not so that she could come back from it. yeah, It Uh turns her into an actual object with zero fucking agency who is actively being forced to have sex with multiple men to serve the interests of other men. Mm -hmm. It's really, really upsetting, especially in a movie where you have two fucking women. Yep, And one of them is just the toy of men. Yeah. And the other one is a genius who needs to be taught how to love.
1: Yeah, Amber, that's some that's some Wonder Woman level shit. That is.
0: Oh, you, just, you mean the, the second Wonder Woman where they.
1: Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. Excuse me. That's 1984
0: shit. Use a man's body without his consent. Yeah, exactly. Don't think about it too hard. Yeah. That is. Yeah, Yeah. That's a rough plot Ooh. point, guys, for a franchise that really doesn't have a lot of women to begin with you kind of had to actually you didn't have to do much you just had them have Mm -hmm. them be present be dressed reasonably and do normal human things and instead Mm -hmm. i could see their boobs everything was skin tight and impractical when everyone else was wearing fucking armor they had guns when she had a fucking crossbow and Mm -hmm. their hair was not tactical it was not tactical hair, Megan. It was not tactical. And you turned yeah. one of them into a sex toy. Yep. With no agency. And then put yep. her in prison for it. Yep. The shit, boys. Yeah, it's
1: it's really disturbing. Just really, really upsetting. But those
0: stabbings were cool. Those stabbings were cool, Amber. It's just so many bloodless stabbings. Yeah, you know yeah and the acting wasn't great and yeah. I oh Sienna Miller was rough I mean Anna yeah. the character of Anna sucked and she Does was forced it also yeah mm-hmm. she was forced to make so many shitty quips and 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 they weren't well delivered so it also kind of mm. made it let's let's chalk it up to the fact that the You know what? I think Sienna Miller did it on purpose because she didn't want to make the quips. So they weren't supposed to sound right. She was being forced to do those things by the nanomites. So so not only
1: Anna was being controlled, but Sienna Miller was
0: being controlled.
1: Well, no. She (laughs) was was acting
0: out the being controlled.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. Got it. Mm
0: -hmm. it 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 was part of her read. It was part of the... Yeah. Gotcha. On the character. Yeah. Amber...
1: What would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, Blotston and Crazeball's K or solid?
0: There's some good Crazeball's action in it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it is kind of fun-ish Yeah. From an, from an action standpoint, from an explosion standpoint, from silliness yeah. standpoint in a lot of ways. There are some lovely actors in this for whatever reason. Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser pops yeah, in. Yeah,
1: Brendan Fraser shows up. Apparently, he wanted to be in the movie, so he just came in and... Did a bit part. Hell Pretty yeah! Great.
0: That's a beautiful little kiss on the on a little envelope of this film. It's just a little mm-hmm. little Brendan Fraser. I get. I mean, the Mummy and the Money Returns guy was yeah. the director. So if Brendan Fraser says I want in, if the Mummy mm-hmm. himself, Arnold Vosloo says I want in, and I want to yeah. stab a lady.
1: <laughs> well, okay,
0: okay, I I enjoy. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that one of the, the the most recent spin-off of this, Snake Eyes Gets His Own Movie. Mm-hmm. I, what can I say? I do enjoy A Man Who Can't Talk. Yeah. Sorry. Who won't talk.
1: Yes. Refuses to do so. Yeah, and yet there's the whole bit of the plot that's entirely regrettable. <laughs> Just... <laughs> starkly out there like and I, and I yeah I will I will give it it's got the fun action to it for sure and then you throw in this bullshit and it taints everything else
0: it is a very bitter bitter taste bitter finish you know yeah. and I will also say I love Lee Byung-hun yeah Storm Shadow was a very one-note character that was very mm-hmm. sociopathic and disturbing and is the only yeah. character that dies yeah, Every single other character lives, all on the good mm-hmm. guy side and the bad guy side. We have, you know, the doctor slash Rex become Cobra Commander at the end by putting on a new helmet and turning <laughs> McCullen slash Destro into Destro by making his head all shiny with nanomites for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Storm Shadow is murdered. I, I mean, yeah. he's the only... Only one Asian character in the movie. There are a couple. I mean, you have Marlon Wayans, um, and you have Adewale Akinnuoye Agbaye playing heavy duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great. I mean, he doesn't get a lot to do, yeah, but he's, he's 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 yeah. great. He's he's not really convinced on these new guys.
1: Yeah, that's his that's his one doubt. Yeah,
0: but it's it's kind of a bummer that you kill one character and it's your one Asian yeah. character. Yeah. I, I, yeah, one person of color. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot regrettable, and there's a lot crazy balls. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this movie. We are going to watch the sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen it, but The Rock is in it, so we're kind of obligated to do it.
1: Yeah, it's about <laughs> time we watch another Rock movie. That
0: killed Channing Tatum immediately, and then realized, oh shit, he's blown up right now. Let's try and put a little bit more of him in the movie <laughs> before yep, we kill yep. him. Yep, uh, yep. But yeah, I don't watch this one, probably. Yeah, probably. Or do. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but... Mm-hmm. don't not watch it because the critics are mad that they didn't get to watch it first, is all I mm-hmm. have to tell you. Yep. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do a story. Okay.
1: So uh, this is um, both Abby and Maddie, and um, Maddie wanted to play Red Light, Green Light, and um, but apparently didn't actually know how to play um, because she... <laughs> would do exactly the opposite thing. And so it was this really cute thing where I was watching Abby teach Maddie the rules for red light green light. Um and and Maddie just kept doing it the opposite of what uh, of of how to do it. Um she would walk when um you know the talking stopped and would stop. And and I think part of me thinks that like Maddie's like reaction time just isn't there yet. Like she like Heard, you know, she got to the point of like walking. By the time uh, Abby had finished saying red light, green light, one, two, three, and then anyway, it's it was adorable, and and Abby did a really good job patiently teaching her how to um do red light, green light, one, two, three. But did it ever? And there were plenty of big size of <sighs> so <laughs> just re-explaining how to do it. It was just very adorable.
0: Did it ever actually go off without a hitch?
1: Not without a hitch, but it got it got it did get better. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, well done. You know, one's learning yeah. patience, and the other one's learning a new game.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. It was adorable. Yeah, Amber, do you have a recommendation?
0: I do. Brought to you by Friday Night Fight Nights. Friday Night Fight Nights. Friday Night Fight Nights is a new, fun institution that we don't have to record a podcast about, so it makes it relaxing. It's kind of fun, yeah. Oh, and they're actually good movies. Mm, I mean, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. We can mm-hmm. watch them. because Well, some of them are good. So we it's... had been talking about fun fight movies with our dear friend and occasional podcast guest host, Michael, and mm-hmm. uh, decided, hey, let's just watch some of these beautiful, beautiful gems. Yeah. Uh, he had never seen The Raid. Uh, we hadn't watched Ong Bak in a long time. Nobody, yep. Neither of them had seen Ip Man. So we just started, yeah. now on Fridays, we watch one fun, great action movie, sometimes that we've yeah. seen, but not for a while, but usually one that at least one or more of us hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. And very recently, we watched Ip Man on <laughs> my suggestion. And... <laughs> It's so mm-hmm. good. I mean, obviously, you know, The Raid is amazing. Obviously, you know, yes. Ong Bak is amazing. The Protector is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Don't watch yes. The Raid too. Just don't. Don't do it. No, it's don't not worth it. Do do it. Don't do it, please. Yeah. But It Man is, is one of those classics that I think, I mean, it definitely scoots under the radar because it's been around for a while. It has a ton of sequels. People know about it, but mm-hmm. it's one of them subtitled films and it probably isn't as splashy on the scene as an Ong Bak or a raid mm-hmm. was, but it's. I mean, I love Donnie Yen, and I love Donnie Yen because of this movie. I'm excited to see him mm-hmm. things because of it. Man, this movie is so good. Like it's, it's, it's,
1: yeah, it's it's honestly fantastic. Like it's, it's not just a good fight movie; it's a good movie.
0: Mm-hmm. It teaches you history you don't know because it man is a real figure. He he is mm-hmm. he's the kung fu master who taught Bruce Lee and. There's there is history that we do not learn in the U.S. about the Japanese invasion of China, and it is told from the Mm -hmm. perspective of China. But by all intents and purposes, seem like pretty brutal invasion, objectively speaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's it's a really it it starts so funny and lighthearted, and then gets really dark. But it's good emotional payoff. It's a well told story, and just the martial arts are incredible. It is, I. The fact that Donnie Yen is actually doing these things, it feels, it doesn't feel real. It's, he's so fast. It doesn't. It's so he's good. so good.
1: fast. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, there's a scene in it where this guy comes to town and is just taking down the Kung Fu Masters one after the other after the other. Uh-huh. And then it's, then he gets to, it's so good. I, we highly recommend Ip Man. It is so much fun to watch. It is a very, very good movie. And, but prepare yourself for the darker tone at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it.
1: It's worth it, yeah. And I would, my, rec- my my recommendation would be It Man, because Amber got arrived. Yes! Yes, give it to me! Oh
0: give it to me!
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Delicious. The beast must be fed. Wow. Well, Megan, this has been delightful. I, it has been. I am enjoying our hasbro movies please <laughs> yeah i will i will do a, the the or next gi joe but i will not yeah. i will and of course i'll watch the Teenage Mutant ninja turtles but i will not yeah watch battleship again i can't do it i won't do it
1: yeah and i will not watch transformers no, that is a line not that not. i have made in my life i'm never watching a transformer movie you, you can't make me
0: i won't i won't make you because then i'd be making mm-hmm. myself and i don't want that for myself yeah excellent megan excellent so yes. uh, thank you for your time mm-hmm. and your consideration. And I will yep. uh, do this again with you sometime soon. Good day.
1: Wonder- wonderful. And I'll just close it up like I always do by saying, Amber, it isn't the mountain ahead that wears you down. It's the rock in your shoe.
0: I mean, but the rock in your shoe wouldn't really bother you if you weren't climbing a fucking mountain, right? Um, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. And to be clear, you can mm-hmm. take the rock out of your shoe It anytime I don't think you can while no, you're climbing that so. mountain like I think it is nah. the issue is actually still the mountain it's just the rock in your shoe
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: is a very finite problem that you have control over. you cannot control the mountain you can control what is inside of your shoe. So in a way maybe, the thing that wears mm-hmm. you down is your own stupidity
1: but maybe the mountain keeps depositing rocks in your shoes no matter how many rocks you take out of your shoes.
0: So it's it's a cursed mountain, or is your it's, shoe it's cursed?
1: Wep- no, it's weaponizing. It's using. Think of it like nanomites. Just tie except your the rocks. shoes better. <laughs> Just tie your shoes better. It's eh, a good point, Amber. I
0: can't. I can't even with this. You can't snake fact me and shoe rock me in one episode. I don't know if my amber brain can handle this. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Did you? Yes, some time okay. ago. Okay. Okay, bye Amber. Bye, Amber.